Welcome to Diverse, the podcast of the Society of Women Engineers. SWE supports the advancement of women in engineering and technology. You can find all of our podcasts on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and SWE's blog, All Together, at altogether.swe.org. Looking for more information and data on women in engineering? Head over to research.swe.org and review the groundbreaking research that SWE has been conducting. SWE's research efforts include reporting on women of color in engineering and how community colleges may play a role in getting more women to graduate with engineering degrees. You can also check out the annual SWE Literature Review in SWE Magazine's State of Women in Engineering issue. Hi, I'm Heather Doty, FY21 President of the Society of Women Engineers. Welcome to SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Please remember to add this podcast to your iTunes and like or follow us on social media. Visit SWE.org for more details. I'm joined today by Kathy Mine, retired Corporate Director of Programs at Northrop Grumman. After starting her career as a software engineer, Kathy spent 30 years leading simultaneous high-technology product development programs on a variety of platforms and architectures. She earned bachelor's degrees in computer science and psychology from San Diego State University. Her continuing education includes the Executive Program for Scientists and Engineers from the University of California, San Diego. Kathy has a passion for mentoring and has mentored college students, peers, and employees from multiple companies, beginning her mentoring path in the fourth grade. Today, she's here to help us better understand the different kinds of mentorship, how to find or become a mentor, and how mentorship benefits both mentor and mentee. Thanks for joining us today, Kathy. Thank you so much, Heather. I'm really looking forward to this. Awesome. Well, a question that we almost always start with um, is what initially sparked or inspired your interest in STEM and where did that passion take you in your education and career? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, my father was one of the first software programmers in his company and I used to sit in his lap when he was cutting code uh, when I was a kid. I thought I was going to be working in special education as a psychologist, and that's what I went to school for. In my junior year, I realized that psychology was not a good bet to get a job unless you were a PhD, and I really didn't want to stay in school anymore. I was ready to get out in the world. In my day, psychologists were sort of afraid of computers, so I thought, well, I'm not afraid of computers. I'll take a couple of software classes, and that way I'll have some extra benefit to getting my, uh, to improve my odds of getting a job in psychology. I was working on software until like two, three in the morning, and I was barely showing up at psych to my psychology classes. I thought, you know what? <laughs> I think I found my passion. So I changed, uh, I actually added another major to improve my odds, and I, I was able to use both my degrees. So you were staying up till two and three in the morning because you were enjoying it, not because you were forcing yourself to. Time. Yeah, you were having no. fun. Right. I just I wanted to make that fun. clear to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, like I to inspire that like, oh, it's all drudgery. <laughs> you were doing it because you were having a good time. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Yep. Absolutely. Well, another thing that you've um, been passionate about in your life, I know, is mentoring. You've been doing it for a long time. Why do you believe mentoring is important in advancing a career? Well, the reality is, contrary to some people's belief, nobody knows it all. And having a safe place with a knowledgeable partner to share ideas allows you to try out strategies and, and find out what you're really looking for. Uh, it's also a huge help for, you know, advancing your career, of course, um, problem solving in general, and expanding your network. Absolutely. 
Um, of course, during the COVID-19 pandemic, we've seen an enormous shift to remote work and e-learning. How do you maintain a mentoring relationship in a virtual environment? Well, you know, it's interesting because, <laughs> first of all, it's actually some things about the virtual environment are easier. And I know when I worked, um, I do a lot of mentoring at the, at the local universities. And the reality is they, after the first meeting, they were doing uh, uh, virtual anyway. But, you know, if you don't have to drive somewhere, you can you can say, gee, I need a mentoring session. And if both parties have 10 minutes, you can do it. Uh, the, the trick is, first of all, you'd really need the video because you want to be able to see each other. That helps you engage. Uh, I'd also like to mention that we actually did a virtual mentoring collaborative call earlier this year with the Mentoring Facilitation Working Group. And the briefing is located on the SWE Mentoring Facebook page. And I believe it's also on the uh, SWE.org mentoring website. Well, that's great. Um, we all know we can benefit from having a mentor, but why should someone be a mentor? Uh, there are many reasons. It, it's one of the most fulfilling experiences in the workplace that I know. Uh, I find that I've learned something from every mentee I've worked with, including, by the way, how to two-finger text, which I would argue takes 10 years off my age. Because when I'm two-finger texting, they don't see me as an old lady pushing buttons with my finger. <laughs> Uh, I will say, yeah, one of my mentees showed me how to use Snapchat, which is the only way I can communicate yes. with my stepdaughters. So I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> I had to trim my nails, though. I did have to trim my nails. Um, it does give you uh, an opportunity to uh, expand your network with people you might never have connected with otherwise. And people have the misapprehension that you only... Uh, um, only have a mentor that's older than you or that's more experienced than you, that's not true. Um, and the people that you're connecting with as a mentor may be somebody who's going to be your peer or even your superior down the road. In fact, I'm really excited about the number of folks I have that are on a fast track to VP now. Um, it's wonderful and it's fun. Yeah, that's awesome. So speaking about all these different kinds of mentoring relationships you can have, how does one go about finding a mentor? There's lots of ways. Um, the best way is to find somebody who inspires you. Uh, I heard a talk the other day where a lady said that every time she left a meeting, if she heard someone, a man or woman, who really made a great point or had a great uh, uh, image, that she would go up to them and, and tell them what she had heard and what she felt from that, and then ask them some questions. If the person engages, then you know there's a, at least a start of that, what I call business chemistry, to tie them together. Um, and ask if they would mind if you contacted them occasionally when you have questions. That will evolve into a mentoring relationship, but it's not as intimidating as walking up to somebody and saying, I'd like you to be my mentor. We're going to be meeting once a week for an hour and, and for the rest of your life. Uh, you know, you want, you want to give them a chance to kind of fall in. Uh, another way you can do it is use LinkedIn to find people in companies you like and start a conversation with them about their company. Um, that has, a, you know, a double benefit. Um, well, actually triple. You connect, you have a, a, a network, you're expanding your network, you're getting your nose under the tent into a company that you're interested in, and you're learning a lot about that company, so it'll help you when you go further with that. You can also engage in more formal mentoring where mentors and mentees you know, apply, uh, apply within an organization uh, and are independently matched uh, based on mutual interests. 
Um, the reality is you probably already have and are using mentors, you just may not realize it. And you're probably mentoring someone yourself, even if you're not using the word. Absolutely. I think that that is the case. There are lots of mutually beneficial relationships that um, everybody can learn and grow from. Um, you know, we talk a lot about mentorship and advocacy. Advocacy is a huge pillar for SWE. Um, what would you say is the difference between those two things and why do you need both? Well, a mentor is someone who provides knowledge and opinions in a safe environment and gives you a sounding board to try out ideas and strategies. An advocate is the one who's pitching your name when you're not in the room. A mentor will help you get the skills you need to advance your career. An advocate makes sure you're visible to the right people to get to the next level. One person can play both roles, but you need both to maximize your advancement. Definitely. And I've heard that advocate also called a sponsor, if people yes. are in the vernacular, just like to tie those knots together, certainly. And um, you are heavily involved in SWE's mentoring facilitation work group. So can you share with us what that group offers to SWE members? Oh, you don't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> well, give us the highlights. How about <laughs> Sure. I just would like to give a shout out to Heather because if it weren't for her, she is one of the reasons that the Mentoring Facilitation Working Group actually exists. Um, and part of that is because she was a mentor herself to Opeksha Adakha, uh, who's, who's our uh, uh, co-chair on this. The Mentoring Facilitation Working Group was formed to provide resources to existing and soon to be formed mentoring groups within SWE. We provide visibility to those groups. Um, we give them resources of uh, how to form a mentoring group, how to find mentors for a formal mentoring group, and so on. We also provide workshops. Uh, we do collaborative mentoring calls, and, um, and we have mentoring meetups at uh, national and local uh, conferences. We host a mentoring, uh, a SWE mentoring Facebook page uh, where any member that's any SWE member can post questions about mentoring, interesting articles, they can share experiences for problem solving. And there's also a mentoring page on SWE.org um, that you can go to if you want to see which, what is always a partial list because we always have new mentoring groups forming, but uh, it can give you an idea of who the contacts are for various groups. That's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about other mentoring resources that SWE offers and any upcoming events we should know about? Sure. Uh, there's a lot of mentoring groups at SWE. And actually, very briefly, the reason this whole thing started is I was walking around a SWE national conference going, I would love to keep harness this energy and feel, find out how to do it um, all year round. And listening to everybody talking around me, I realized everybody was mentoring everybody. And there, there were so many mentoring groups, but they weren't very visible at the society level. But So that was part of the reason we put this together. But we can't keep up with all the mentoring groups that are forming. So I'll just give you a little bit. Grad SWE has a very robust mentoring group for grad students. Uh, they, I think they have twice a year. They have uh, put out a call for mentors and mentees. India has just started a new group, and we've been helping them get set up. And the Latina, um, Latino uh, Affinity Group is starting one very soon. They actually have a mentoring coordinator uh, that they just put in place. Headquarters has started a mentoring group through LinkedIn where you can pick a mentor who fits your interests and have a series of virtual mentoring sessions. Um, for those of you who have tried that, it, it, they, we give you three opportunities. But once you've done an opportunity, you can go outside of LinkedIn and actually form a longer relationship if you want to. Uh, I already talked about the Facebook page and the mentoring page. Um, and we are constantly adding resources on various topics. So for example, we 
uh, at this point in time, we have a topic on negotiation skills. We have one on virtual mentoring. Uh, we have one on how to start a mentoring group. We have one on how to find a mentor, whether you are doing it for a formal mentoring or if you're just looking for it individually. And it, it, we're growing it all the time. Uh, as far as upcoming events, um, right now is a very exciting time. Uh, we do have a mentoring meetup on October 27th at the National Conference. We have 80 people so far. Which is and actually, I, I'm just exciting. going to correct you really quickly because since SWE has expanded um, in recent years, we're actually now a global conference, not just I national. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I just I wanted to make pardon. sure that everyone knows that all of our people around the world are welcome. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. And and bad on me, but I am a lifetime member, so I've been calling it a national conference for a long time. I know. It is our old vernacular. <laughs> totally get it. I know you didn't mean anything by it, but I just, you know, wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, if you are interested in that, you can go to our Facebook page and register for the event. Uh, if you're not a member of the SWE Mentoring uh, Facebook page, um, you can also get it on the SWE Facebook page, or you can join us, which is what I hope you'll do. And if you do that, please be, remember to answer the uh, mentoring questions, or not mentoring questions, but the membership questions about uh, being a mentor and, um, and you know, following the rules of, of, of uh, civil discourse and so forth, as well as you have to be a SWE member to join. We are hosting two workshops on virtual mentoring for the Latino Affinity Group. Um, one is on the 26th and one is on the 30th of October. And then our next collaborative mentoring call will be first quarter of 2021. Um, I don't know if this recording will come out in time, but if it doesn't, we will be posting the uh, information from the mentoring meetup in terms of our, our briefings and so on. We're going to be doing uh, several briefings, including uh, very sh short briefings like lightning talks on uh, virtual mentoring and defining your brand. Well, and if people are listening in the future, we have similar types of events at future conferences planned as well. So you can That's correct. be on the lookout for those, for sure. Yep. And our next collaborative mentoring call, if I didn't say so, will be the first quarter of 2021. Yeah. Well, and my last question was how a SWE member can get more information about mentoring opportunities, but I think you pretty much covered that um, with where <laughs> okay. we are already at. So there's lots of opportunities online, um, both at uh, SWE.org backslash membership backslash mentoring. That is the mentoring website on SWE.org and also the Facebook group, as Kathy mentioned. So Kathy, thanks again for taking the time to speak with us today about the importance of mentorship, both inside and outside of SWE. You've given us some really great insight for our current and future engineers and leaders. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. I'm Heather Doty. For all of us at SWE, thanks for listening.